From sheisconference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania, you're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Well, hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of the She Is Community Podcast. Yes. I just realized that I need to figure out a different way to welcome people. I do the same thing every time. I'm going to shake it up next time. People like consistency. (laughs) It's like when, for those of you who go to Summit, you know that Mel closes out every every sermon with, I love you more than you know. I'm so honored to be your pastor because there's just something about consistency. That's a good point. We'll see. Who knows what the next one will be. I might just go crazy. (laughs) Katie might go crazy on us. Yeah. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Katie, one of your hosts. (laughs) And I'm in a mood, apparently. Yeah. But I'm joined with Kim. How are you today? I'm good. Good, good. Um, So I wish you all, I wish this was like a video podcast (laughs) because um, I'm wearing this like, it's so soft. Really, I don't know. At what color green would you describe Ooh. this as? Ooh, hmm. Um, it's not like because I'm looking at like a deep forest green that's on the wall uh-huh. right now, and it's not quite that. It's a little bit more. It's a deeper yellow green. I'm gonna go with that. Yellow green. Yeah. yeah. So my birthstone, I think for um August is pear. I think it's peridot. called peridot. Yeah, and it kind that of really looks does like peridot. It does. So it's not like the prettiest green ever. However, so guys, I'm wearing this like green quilted shacket. I felt it. And you are the second person who I've heard say shacket. Quilt velvet <laughs> peridot green shacket. So trendy. <laughs> it is very trendy. And it's not normally something Kim would wear, but I'm wearing it today. Mm-hmm. And somebody, somebody told me, one of my friends told me I look like a couch. So, but I'm not offended by it because I... I'm just, it's cozy. <laughs> it's soft. I can confirm. I did. The minute I saw her, I just put my arm out and felt it. And it is, it's really soft. I do feel a little bit more on trend and younger wearing it. Yeah. So I'm okay that I look like a, a couch today. So she pulled up a, a velvet couch. <laughs> That's a good friend. So today's a good day. Because <laughs> I'm wearing my peridot green. Good quilt shacket i'm wearing mm-hmm. my standard my color wheel is dark so yeah. i'm just wearing my standard black uniform as i like to call it mm-hmm. black pants black shirt can't go wrong mm-hmm. I, it's worked for me my my shoes are colorful i love it they are bright so that's how i'm you know <laughs> being spicy today i guess <laughs> all right this is crazy we're we're way off jennifer is not here with us today she's traveling she is traveling i don't know where she is right now she was in georgia I don't know where she is now. Honestly, I think she's working today. Oh. And then she leaves again this weekend. Wow. Point, but yeah, I think. Man, so. she's world traveler. She's yes. going all over the place. That's yeah. cool. So yeah. last week it was Jennifer and me. Yes. I. This week it's Kim and I. Yes. And next time, guys, I don't plan on going anywhere. So <laughs> you get me all the time. Katie's permanent. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's a, a lovely February afternoon here in Indiana, Pennsylvania. It is. Um, apparently, we're getting weather tomorrow. Ice. Ice. Baby. It's never fun. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Kim, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we have this list of different topics that mm. 
man, that we just want to get to. It's going to yeah. take a little while to get to all of them. Yeah. But today we wanted to talk about what to do in the waiting, mm-hmm. which is it's a, it's not an easy one. Nope. Just like patience come naturally to you, Katie? Oh, um, that's actually a really good question. <laughs> I will say on my way here, I beeped at someone. But they were sitting at a green light, so <laughs> well, I you were helping. But them you want to know what fueled me was the fact that someone was behind me. I didn't want them to beep at me. That was like the there peacemaker in me of like I don't want anyone to be upset. So let me just beep a little bit. Yeah, it was. I tried to be careful. You weren't like like I was not laying on the, on the horn. horn. Nope, never had. Yeah. I think my horn was confused because I've never used it. It was like oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> patience. Um, you know what? I will say I think I'm pretty. I think I do okay. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty even keeled when it comes to patience. I know if I've talked, I've talked to people who say, man, I'm the most impatient person. But like, I think I do okay. Yeah. If I had to rate myself, I, I think I do okay. How about you? Yeah. Um, it just depends on the scenario. <laughs> yeah. And the people too. It's yeah. a lot easier for me to be patient with people that I don't know than it is for people that I do know. Isn't that the truth? It really is. Why is that? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's probably because we just expect, we expect more Yeah, from the people that are closest to us. Yeah. So our expectations are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We feel like they should automatically know things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those closest to us. It is. I agree. It is harder to be patient in that area. But, mm-hmm. um, and we can disconnect ourselves from people that we don't know as well. Yeah. A little bit more. Like yeah. we're not as emotionally tied to whatever it is that we're mm-hmm. waiting on. Yeah. 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 And I think too, like patience <laughs> is something that has probably changed throughout the years because we live in a world where everything is instantaneous. Yeah. And if it's not, that's when it like gets us all up, you know, upset and everything. So like mm-hmm. thinking just, oh my goodness, my internet browser is taking two minutes instead of one. Or, I mean, drive-throughs, self-checkout at grocery stores. Like, we have the options (laughs) to avoid lines and all of the things. Pre-ordering, like, pre-ordering things. Long gone are the days where you had to stand in line at a bookstore and wait for the book to come out, where now it's like, oh, let me pre-order on Amazon, and it'll come to me when it's released. Or as I hold my (laughs) Starbucks drink here at the table, where I just ordered online and – picked it up immediately when I got there yeah so I think patience has definitely shifted a lot throughout the years well we live what they'd say in a microwave society so Mm -hmm. we can have anything in in the west in our western world yeah right it's not this way everywhere yeah this is Uh, true (laughs) but in our in our society it is yeah um we can get things instantaneously Mm -hmm. and So when that translates to like our personal lives and we're having to wait on something or our spiritual lives, Mm -hmm. when we're having to wait on God and we're wanting him to be a genie in a bottle and perform for us when and how we think (laughs) he should, it's difficult because Mm -hmm. we expect instantaneous things in our day-to-day lives But then when it comes to waiting on God or waiting on his promises or Mm -hmm. waiting in maybe just a waiting season. Yeah. um, It can't. It's hard. Yeah. Makes it more difficult. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So what has what has waiting look like for you? Um, 
Well, <laughs> yeah. So I and I think that's a great question, like because it's it's personal, and I wanted to make a note that like waiting does look different for everyone because they're yeah. and we're all waiting for different things, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're in that waiting season. And we get stuck comparing what we're waiting with other, you know, what compared to other people, it, it can become, I think, destructive of like, yeah. oh, well, I'm waiting for this and it didn't come when I thought it would, but they're waiting for that. And it came, you know, so mm-hmm. I want to guess start by saying that it looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, there was definitely a season. Um, let's see, we're in 2022. Whew. Yeah. Um, so 2018 was kind of my, my year, it felt like a year of waiting. Um, and it might've even been longer than that. And it looked different because different things happened. It wasn't just like a dry season of just me waiting. You know, there were things where I thought, oh, the waiting's over, but it turned out it was God providing for me in the waiting, you know, different things like that. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was a hard season, but even I was thinking about it even a few months ago. My faith during that season was, I mean, it was, it was a time that I treasure even it was so hard. And I remember so many tears were cried and like, I was literally weeping and crying out to God most nights, you know, just on my knees and, um, looking back at it, I say, wow, um, that was so hard. <laughs> and even I told Kim and it's in front of me right now, I pulled out an old journal because I knew it was like that was the season of waiting and I wanted to look at it. And it was just incredible. Just I was very honest with God. <laughs> um, and he wants us it, to be. I was just going to say that he wants our honesty. He knew it was in my heart. He knew the disappointment, the hurt, the like the upset feelings that I had. Um, and I wrote them down <laughs> so I can look back on them. Um, but I also got to see worship and praise in that as well. Um, so with the waiting was extremely difficult and it's a season that I don't necessarily go into a ton of detail with certain people, you know, it's, but it's moments that I treasure the most between me and God because man, it was so hard, but Mm. I think I know for me, the amount of growth that happened and just the relationship, the the depth of my relationship with him was just incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe that it's in the hard things that holy things, you know, mm-hmm. come forth in our lives. Yeah. If we allow it to. Yeah. Because uh, all of the yuck, if mm-hmm. we allow God to like weed that out during mm-hmm. the waiting, during the pressing, all of those yeah seasons of endurance and those kind of things are the moments where if we are willing to surrender mm-hmm. and willing to say, okay, God, do what you want, you yeah. know, um, then he weeds out all the junk mm-hmm. in our lives. And so it's hard. It's easy. Yeah. But then, but then this whole, this holy fruit comes mm-hmm. forth in our lives. Yeah. We can't see it while we're in it. Yep. And that's yeah. the hard part, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's so interesting you say that because there's this moment in during this time that I remember so specifically and usually I don't know I'm super grateful to remember it because some things I just don't remember um but I remember I don't exactly remember the day and I don't know if it's even if it's something I journaled about but I remember very specifically being in my old apartment um I was my my bedroom door was closed there was like just a little bit of light on and I was I was on my knees just crying out to God and like Lord I don't understand like I don't I don't get it but then it was like this moment and it was such a kind moment. And I remember like looking up crying, like I probably 
it doesn't matter what it looked like but it was just a moment of desperation i remember saying but god if this is if this is what you do so that glory is given to you that that praise is given to you that that i get to look at this and say wow what what a testament of who you are mm. i'm pretty sure my words were and this is <laughs> i'm pretty sure i said keep it coming like i said wow. do it that's a bold prayer i know and that's why i was like but i remember it so specifically because i thought that's this so hurts bad. like this is really hard but if i get to come on the other side of it and see who you are and see the goodness of who mm. you are then i want to experience it and so yeah. like even sitting here i'm thinking and even like i said a few months ago i was like lord i remember what my faith was like then and it was strong and i want to feel that mm-hmm. and how great is it that i get to sit here and say that mm-hmm. that i got to see god work in that way and man there's a lot of i'm pointing at my journal there's a lot of hard stuff in there like but mm, yeah well first of all it's beautiful like and there's been several times in my life that i've prayed similar prayers Mm -hmm. because yeah you see god show up yeah and again it's not always instantaneously but he proves his faithfulness yeah when we are in that posture and in that position of our hearts to be like god do do it you know yeah do what you've got to do and Mm -hmm. do more of it and Mm -hmm. um and now but looking back like you said you're able to Look back at your journal. You're able yeah. to look back and be like, yes, God is faithful. And so what that does for your future mm-hmm. is in future seasons of waiting, Yeah, they do get a little bit easier mm-hmm. in a sense that you've already like established this foundation with God of his faithfulness and yeah. that his promises to you are yes and amen, mm-hmm. not in what our version of yes and amen is, but you've seen him show up for you. So Mm -hmm. you're able to trust him and put your hope in him even more so in future seasons of waiting. And not that those seasons still aren't hard and they aren't without difficulty, Mm -hmm. but you've had that firm foundation, (laughs) you know? Um, so that's so good. I, I also like, you're so much better at journaling than I am. Um, it's something that I was way better at before children. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, but I can look back on the times that I have journaled and, Mm -hmm. and that's what I always tell people is like, it's so powerful to journal or write notes because you are able to like physically go back to something Mm -hmm. and be like, Oh my gosh, look what I wrote here. And then, and then God did this here mm-hmm. or man, look how desperate I was and how low I was at that point. Yeah. But wow, look at where he's brought me to. Mm-hmm. And because we forget. Yep. Yeah. Just like the Israelites. Yeah. We can like point our fingers at them all day long mm-hmm. about how much they forgot yeah. <laughs> about how good God was and how he yeah. provided for them. Like I do it too. Yeah. Let's look at the similarity. Yeah. 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 I, I think it was re- as I was looking through this journal, it was really interesting. And I just made this connection because I thought, oh, I know exactly what journal I want to look at in preparing for this podcast. Um, and then as I was flipping through it, this was the year that I summarized the Psalms. So mm. I re- would read a Psalm a day and then I may or may not have written out like a specific verse and then summarized it and then prayed it. And mm. I thought, what an interesting thing to do during a season of waiting, because so many of the Psalms are just desperation and crying out to God of Lord, yeah. this is hard, or I feel this, I feel slighted by this person, like, you know, and granted, there are other ones that are just rejoicing, but 
I found so common and I, I, I even wrote about it. I wish I, I kind of wish I pulled it up, opened it up, but I don't know where it is. But I even said, Lord, I'm reading these Psalms and how special it is that they start off with cries of desperation a lot of times, but a few verses down, it turns back to praise. Like yeah. it's that the psalmist says, but God, I know who you are. You're steadfast. I want to rejoice in you. And I, and I'm so grateful for that. I definitely did not notice it in the moment of like, this is interesting of like, this is the season I'm in. I, I clearly noticed it one time, but just to prepare and think about that, I thought, wow, what a unique and special thing to be able to do simultaneously while in a hard, a hard time for me. So yeah, it was, it's special, <laughs> but I wonder, I mean, looking at my own life and looking at your life, mm-hmm. do you think you worship differently because of some of the hardships you've experienced and some of the waiting seasons you have? Because like you said, mm-hmm. through like there's moments of anguish and yeah. sorrow yeah. and crying your heart out to God and then it turning into praise. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you worship differently because of looking back at like, and he is faithful. Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. He has showed up for me. I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. I. Th- yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll end it up. Yes. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. And but I don't think that I, if I hadn't allowed for those moments to sh- to allow him to prove himself to me, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would worship him with as much gratitude as I currently do yeah as you can either become bitter Mm -hmm. right towards God and your seasons of waiting and not that there's not moments like you said where you're just completely honest yeah and you're like God this this really stinks Mm -hmm. like yeah maybe we're using different words than that (laughs) but like yeah what are you doing God like this doesn't make sense and I know you're God. You can just show up for me right now in this moment and you're not like, yeah. um, you know, there's moments of being brutally honest with him about that. But then, but then also in those moments, not like staying there, not staying mm-hmm. in that place of anger towards him or yeah. being frustrated and upset with him, but saying, okay, but God, like do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then from there seeing him work and then, that turning into praise and gratitude Um, because maybe things aren't exactly like you thought they should look, Mm -hmm. but so often they are better in a different sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I can definitely say, and you hear this a lot, but looking back then I could not have perceived or guessed like this is where I would be now. Um, If you asked me back then what I wanted, it would have looked very different because I was just, I was frustrated. I felt disappointed. I felt, in all honesty, I felt like a failure a lot of times. Like I remember telling God, I just feel like I'm failing. I don't, this was, this is also the year I turned 25, which was a hard, a vi- the hardest birthday for me yeah. because I just felt like a failure. Um, and so, yeah, but I don't think that if you ask me then, Katie, what would make it all better? I think what I said, it's not going to be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's good. <laughs> God gave me what I, you know, he, this is where I, for such a time as this, he positioned me where I am right now. Um, and a lot of, you know, I'm grateful for the time that, yeah, it was the waiting. Yeah. Well, in scripture. Yeah. I mean, in this verse, 
it comes to me so often. I love reading it in the message version. But James 1, 2 through 4 says, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when mm-hmm. tests and challenges, and I think we can insert waiting in yeah. there, um, come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's like easy to read, yeah, <laughs> but harder to live out. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we are under pressure and when we are in seasons of waiting, like mm-hmm. it's not fun. Nope. <laughs> And if nope. anyone tells you it is, <laughs> they're not telling you yeah. the truth. No, nope. <laughs> um, because it is. It, like like it says here, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors, which means like your junk starts coming out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, the, the ugly things that you don't, that maybe you want to stay hidden and, and, set aside you know start to show Mm -hmm. and that's not fun but it says don't get out of anything prematurely because if you will let it do its work you'll become mature well-developed not deficient in any way Mm -hmm. and that's where we have to like not rely on ourselves yeah not rely on other people but we rely on god to do a work in us Mm-hmm. That only he can yeah. do. Yeah. And that's where we we come out of it. Like maybe our situation doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe our circumstances don't change. Mm-hmm. But we come out of that season of waiting looking different. Yeah. Um, and looking stronger mm-hmm. and looking more faith-filled and looking more hopeful. Yeah. Um, having more joy mm-hmm. um, because we've allowed God to do what he needed to do in our lives in those seasons. But, but it is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of, a lot of good thoughts happening. <laughs> well, it's kind of like anything that we, yeah, literally I can think of so many things that I am able to like, do instantaneously versus mm-hmm. having to wait like yeah. microwave a sweet potato yeah <laughs> like, i Sorry. love i shouldn't be laughing but that's, like, that's I where love, went. <laughs> i love sweet potatoes right yeah but they take forever to bake yeah and guys so now we don't, we don't have to churn butter we can go <laughs> that was i took it too far but, but true but yeah but now i can microwave a sweet potato uh-huh. now Yes, I have that sweet potato instantaneously in mm-hmm. six minutes. Yeah. However, it has been microwaved, so it's probably not the best <laughs> quality any it's longer. all the nutrients out. <laughs> it's kind of soggy, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not It's not crispy on the outside like it could be. Yeah. Um, the texture on the inside isn't what it should be. And then it has these radioactive, you know, I, I don't <laughs> In need, addition, I it just has know all the, yeah. what microwaves actually do to our food. And yeah. I'm sure some of you will comment about yeah. this. But I was about to say, let us know, but I really don't want to know. Don't let but, me know. <laughs> so it's beautiful getting a sweet potato in six minutes. Yeah. However, it's lost 
like everything else we've it lost its goodness <laughs> that's such like that's like my best example that's coming to my mind right now of like we we can hurry our way through yeah. we we know how to get around seasons mm-hmm. of waiting in some things yeah yeah and get yes. those instant fixes but like scripture said if we if we try to get through it prematurely mm-hmm. if we try to get through it on our own and yeah. too fast the work that was that season of waiting was mm-hmm. intended to do in our lives um i hate to say it but it's going to put us in another position mm-hmm. <laughs> to have to maybe try to work that out again yeah like it's going to keep popping up yeah you know oh, i think that's so. a very real and that's a fair thing yeah. to say it's true so you're talking to someone yeah. And they're in a season of waiting. <laughs> yeah. What do you tell them to do in the waiting? Um, well, I know, and, and I, in thinking about this too, I remember it's really easy to feel like forgotten when you're waiting. It's mm-hmm. really easy to feel. And I, not only by people around you because it, your circumstance, depending, it, all dependent on circumstances too, right? Um, but it's, it can be easy to feel forgotten by God because you're like, I'm waiting here. Why, why don't you see that I, this is what I need or this is what I desire. Like, do you not care about me? And that's a, another bold thing to say. But, um, I know for me, what I grasped onto was that God was not, he's not holding out on us. He's not, he's not. And I remember just thinking, God, you're not like hiding behind a bush waiting for me to make the right decision or to do the right thing and then jump out and be like, okay, you you figured it out. Or, oh, what is she going to do now? Like you, he saw me and he sees me now. And so for me, um, if someone came to me and said, I'm in a season of waiting and it feels really hard, no matter what it is. Um, one thing I want to tell them is that you're not forgotten, that God sees you and he loves you and he knows you. And those are the things that I needed to be reminded of. Those are things I need to be reminded of. Yeah. Um, because no one wants to feel in an earthly sense, nobody wants to be forgotten. That doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um, but what a comfort it is to know that the God who knows everything about you, he still sees you and he knows you. And so, that's the one thing I would say to someone, you know, if you're in the waiting that God has not forgotten you, um, and on earth, I have not forgotten. Like I want people to know that it's, it's hard and waiting does look different for everyone and circumstances are different, but it feels really good when someone can come alongside you and agree with you in the waiting. As silly as that sounds, not tell you, oh, it's going to get like, don't tell me that. (laughs) Like, don't, I appreciate it, but I want someone to sit next to me and say, wow, this really is hard. And I'm really sorry, but let's pray. Let's, let's, let me encourage you. Let me yeah. remind you of who God is in this. Um, let me do what I can do to help. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Cause we can use all of our Christianese yeah. sayings yeah. and words and, mm-hmm. but yeah, acknowledging to someone that they're not forgotten and that it really is hard what they're going through. Yeah. It's so, it's so validating and it's mm-hmm. so powerful, but like, but hey, let's let's agree together in prayer. Let's pray together. Yeah. Let's Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Encourage me in truth. <laughs> yeah. Not in just, I don't know, worldly proverbs or things that you think you should say to make me feel better. And that actually sounds really harsh and I'm sorry. But mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person for someone. If I have a friend that's going through something that I don't understand, who am I to say that I understand? 
And I even said that to someone the other day. I said, I wish I could tell you something. Like, I don't know what to say to you right now. Yeah. Um, but just know that I care. Yeah. <laughs> I care about you and I'm praying with you. And if there's anything I can do, um, just know that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would hope that that's a comfort for someone. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on, mm-hmm. you know, someone comes to you? Yeah. We need, we need people. Yeah. So yeah, having, and you had mentioned it earlier, but not everyone maybe knowing all of the details yeah. of what you're going through, yeah. but a few close mm-hmm. trusted people who yeah. are godly, who are going to point you to truth, yeah. be there for you, care for you. You know that they're legitimately praying for you. They're not just saying they're praying yep. for you. Yep. Um, like having a few of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say to learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. And that sounds super like hyper spiritual. I'm trying to find a better way to say <laughs> it, but you have to get your hopes up in a sense of like reminding yourself of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Yeah. And the only way you can remind yourself of the goodness and the faithfulness of God is to be in the word of God. Yes. And that sounds super cliche, but it's true. Like, if we really believe that this Bible, that the Word of God is living mm-hmm. and active like it says it is, yeah. if if we really want to know the character and the nature of God, it can't just be through experience, mm-hmm. but it has to be through actually reading what He has done yeah. and who He has been since, since before <laughs> yeah. Scripture was even formed. Mm-hmm. And um, so you have to encourage yourself in the word by being in the word um and reading like for yourself Mm um you know how the israelites would be in their seasons of waiting and how so easily they would forget Mm -hmm. the faithfulness of god and and all throughout scripture yeah Um, and i think the psalms are a great place (laughs) to be like to just read david david and some of the other psalmists you know just honest mm-hmm. thoughts and cries out to God. Yeah. Um, worship. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it sounds a little cliche to worship <laughs> in the waiting, but yeah. I think so often the Maverick city, uh, Maverick city song, I'm going to wait on you. Yeah. Um, but I love that song cause it just reminds like, okay, God, I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to trust in your goodness. I'm going to trust in your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to trust that your promises are, are for me, you know, and that you're going to do your work in me. And, um, and so I think waiting is really difficult if you're not Mm -hmm. doing it with God. Yeah. Um, we want to try to fix it on our own. Mm -hmm. We want to try to someone else to fix it for us. Yeah. We can get into blame mode really easily Mm -hmm. in the waiting but there's so much that God wants to do in and through you in that season. And the only way you can really get to know him is, is that being in the word and yeah. being in worship. Yeah, it's um, true. And then having other, other really good friends around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. There's so many different seasons of waiting too. Yeah. Yeah. There's singleness, there's mm-hmm. healing, there's yeah. waiting for the job. I mean, mm-hmm. you name it, <laughs> you have to wait for it for different reasons and seasons. Yeah. Um, I know there's a really good book out there right now called Suffer Strong by John. Um, his name isn't John. Jay and Catherine Wolf. Okay. Um, if you're in a season of waiting to like be healed or really suffering physically, like that's a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I'm just believing for those listening today that that may be um, may be in a season of waiting that this is an encouragement to you that like Katie said, you're not alone, you're not forgotten. Yeah. Um, man, he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. Mm-mm. And um, I'm just praying that God is so real to you in this yeah. season. Because on the mountaintop, I don't know. My mountaintop experiences <laughs> are great. Mm-hmm. But I don't appreciate the mountaintop like I would if I it weren't for the valleys. Yeah. Because, like, that's where I can get really emotional really fast and just thinking back, like, man, I worship so differently again Yeah, when I think about all of the painful times, all of the seasons of waiting, all of the times where I didn't have the answer, but God ended up showing up in his timing and yeah. his ways. And um, it was so much better than mine. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Yeah. As I, I, I'm really good at making a mess of my life. <laughs> like if I just left to my own de- demise, I'm really good at making a mess of my life. Because <laughs> I, I am impatient. Yeah. I want things now. I want yeah. things fast. And that God, his ways are better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. It's okay. But this was um this was a I this was a really good talk. Yeah. I felt like it was. Um yeah. I'm super grateful for the the moments of honesty that we got to have and just talking about waiting mm-hmm. and agreeing that it is not easy. Mm-hmm. No matter what the circumstance, no matter what the situation, it's not easy, but um we have a good, a big, and faithful God. Uh, yeah. And I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. But, well. <laughs> Guys, girls, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Kim, thank you. This was a great conversation. I'm really glad we got to have it together. So, Me too. Thank you. All right. Well, ladies, we will. I was going to say we'll see you. We won't see you. You'll hear us on the next one. You will. <laughs> We'll be back. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Well, that wraps up our conversation that Kim and I got to have about waiting. And man, I am just really grateful that we got to sit and just talk about what waiting has looked like for us and what we can do while we're waiting. And hey, ladies, we have many more episodes coming. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you can listen to podcasts so that you'll be notified when we release new episodes. We really hope you have a good rest of your day.